0: Vector, Victor. Come on sports fans and welcome to Live at Five. It's Live at Five, and it's brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtree, FWHlegal.com. Legal.com. And now you are on, on the air. To seven. Yeah, to what going on starting early today. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Come
1: on
0: sports fans and welcome to Live at Five. It's Live at. And it's brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtree, FWHLegal.com. And now, your host for Live at Five, Stephen A. Turner.
2: What's up and welcome to Live Five, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, dedicated to you, committed to justice. That's FWHlegal.com. With the intro so good, you had to hear it twice today here from the beautiful Owensboro Sports Center, Stephen A. Turner, joined by Coach Big Evans. Yeah, usually it's you that has the uh, production aired, but
3: that was 100% on me, Steve. Hey, I think. Full responsibility for that if,
2: one. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad every once in a while, you know, somebody else can screw it up. But uh, it's nice to be here at the onslaught Sports Center always. And uh, we're, in the, we're in the tippy top up here. The Rafters. Right. The, the Eagles nest up here at midcourt getting set for the Kentucky Wesleyan women's game, which is about to tip off. We'll be calling the men's game tonight on WBO. 7 p.m. Tip off is the scheduled time. We'll see if this one uh, goes according to plan. We're able to tip off right on time. We'll also be on the great Midwest Sports Network. Be sure and uh, download the Owensboro Radio app, though. You can listen to KWC, the flagship anywhere in the world, or the other Cromwell family of stations. We'll have three big playoff games on Friday night. So you want to get ahead of that and download the Owensboro Radio app now. Follow along on the social media out there Instagram, X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, and uh, Facebook as well. Uh, Kicking a text line open, 270 903 0389. Subscribe and like on iTunes, Spotify. Wherever you consume your podcast, and it's hard for me to to sit here and watch this game taking place and not call the action play for play, right? <laughs> Karina Collie buries it from the corner to open the game.
3: Uh, yeah, it is. But I, I wanted to get—we uh, wanted to come up here. One, it's always great to do it from the sports center, but also just to get your eyes on the women's team, uh, one and one this year, and and picked right up here at the top of the G Mac. Now, you know, Ashland's going to be a problem. Defending champions who are off to another undefeated start after. Winning the national title undefeated last year, so that's going to be a tough one. But I think it's, I think this Panther team is a, another good shot to make an NCAA tournament run.
2: Yeah, and as the as the show rolls along, we'll talk a little bit about the the action that's going on on the floor and really highlight the women. We've kind of kind of highlighted the men a lot, but not the women as much. As uh, we'll talk about them in the middle part of the show, we got some college football playoff rankings. Had a big signee here in the area. We'll talk about that. Uh, NFL top five, bottom three. Instead of doing the top five, it's kind of monotonous at this point. We'll just look at the playoff picture and then get you set for Kentucky Wesleyan and Miles on the men's side. Great game here at the Sports Center tonight. If you don't have plans, I would invite you to come out and see this version of the Panthers taking on a Miles team, Vic, that's been in the NCAA tournament for four straight years. So it's going to be a high-quality game here tonight. At the Division Two level.
3: Yeah, the, and I watched, I saw them play last year when Wesley went down there, and they are long, they are athletic, uh, a really good basketball team. And, you know, Coach Watson there has done an unbelievable job since coming in there. And, uh, I mean, this is a guy that's taken 11 teams. He's made 11 trips to the NCAA tournaments. So this guy can flat coach. And as you talked about, he's been in miles every year they've been there. He's, you know, the last three years, but this is his fifth year. So the last three years of the NCAA tournament team.
2: Wesley's going to have to play well. Yeah, no, it, it's going to be a good challenge for the Panthers who desperately need a win. You can't start the season 0 and 3. And more importantly, you can't start the season 0 and 3 right here in the Owensboro Sports Center. Got to put the foot in the ground and get a W tonight. And, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand. How I felt leaving the Sports Center on Saturday night against Indianapolis is pretty much verbatim how I felt last night in the postgame after Kentucky falls again. A great Kansas team, of course, number one in the nation, blah, blah, blah. Don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about Dickinson. I don't want to hear how good Kansas is. All I know is the University of Kentucky, and it's another big stage, and it's another loss for the University of Kentucky. Now, I don't want I don't, I to don't start there. I don't. That's where we're going to end. You have to. No, that's not where I'm okay. going to start. Okay, all right. We have to start with the you, positive. You teased me up there, and I was ready no. to go to town. All right, so Listen, give me some positive. The, the day has softened me up a little. If this, if this segment had taken place at 8 a.m. this morning, I would have just laid into it because I've seen so much crap out there about, oh, I'm, I'm so excited about what I saw. I, you know, I'm encouraged, and it's a loss. Period. At the end of the day, this is Kentucky. There's no moral victory. This isn't Louisville. This isn't a mid-major. This is the University of Kentucky. Nobody gets encouraged or excited about a loss. Period. But we'll circle back to that. Okay. And I got to highlight the good because there was a lot of good. Honestly, you know, it's November basketball. I know. I get it. Got a lot of 18-year-olds. It's the same old story that we always tell with Kentucky year in and year out. But for 37 minutes, Vic, this team looked Incredible. Like, I mean, just, the, you know, they come out a little slow, but they answer the bell, and they, they knock down threes. I mean, I haven't seen Kentucky shoot the three that well in and in a half, maybe ever under Cal. No, it's been a while. Right, so we'll start with the good. Right? Start with the good. We'll start we with the, the good. good. The bad, and the right, up, I'm, I'm
3: going to go with the good. The good is this. I didn't see many mid-range jumpers, and I love the way the offense free-flowed and played and shot the ball either in the paint or from behind the arc. But that was really good. I do think, like a uh, today, uh, a, a Thero uh, Thero, yeah, played unbelievable. I mean, yeah, it's really a guy well. that was under, undersized. I think Reed Shepard played really well. Dillingham, I thought played really well. At and a half. Well, I think Dillingham is going to be that guy. I think Matt Jones said it best. He's going to get the Dillingham experience. He's going to have good, bad, and ugly in every game. That's well, the way he plays. But I think you have to let him play that way
2: to get the best out of him. No, I agree. I. Uh, Dillingham's just a kid. I mean, he's just starting his career. I mean, yeah. it's okay for him to be hot and cold. Unfortunately, he went the wrong way at the end of the game, but, but the first half was so encouraging from him. And I agree with you. Zero was tremendous. Reed Shepard. Hey, a race is all down. This dude can absolutely play at this level. Not only play, but he can, he can play very, very well. And I think he's put a lot of critics, including myself to bed with the, the, the nonsense that he couldn't play at that level. Listen, the cats are better with Reed Shepard on the floors. Well, there's opinion. no doubt.
3: There's no doubt I, about I it. I absolutely think that that's my opinion. Now you get to the bad for me, and I think this team's it's a very. Hold on, hold on. You
2: miss, you miss Reeves. Yeah, and I mean, I know he didn't end the game well, but with 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 three and a half minutes left to play, I was preparing the monologue today to say this dude is an all American because any time the ball was in his hands, great things were happening. He was playing through contact. He was finishing through contact. He was knocking down big shots. It, Kansas was talking a little trash to him. He responded to that with some buckets. I mean, everything he did was gold until the final three and a half minutes. Well, he
3: didn't shoot the basketball really well. It was 3 of 17 from behind the arc, and that's coming off a game in your last big game you played where he went 0 of 13 or 0 of 14 in the NCAA tournament. I feel feel like he did take some bad shots. I'm worried about Reeves.
2: He had 24 points. No, but
3: I'm worried about him shooting against good teams. You watched last year when they played teams that they were just that much better than, and he got open look after open look. I think that was great. And I do think Reeves was hurt in this game and the fact that Kansas was going to try to take him away. And with how supposedly your two best players played, he was forced to try to create off the dribble. And that's not Reeves' game. His game is to let somebody else create off the dribble. He'll get the pass and knock it down. So, I mean, I, I do think Reeves is going to be a player for them.
2: He's their best player. Probably. He's their best player. 24 points last night. And I thought when, when, they, when Kansas came back they raced a 10-point lead and they came back and they took the lead, I thought Reeves took the game over and put them back in front, uh, but but yeah, it didn't, it didn't finish well. Unfortunately for him, those last handful of possessions was was absolutely just just not good. But yeah, we'll move it on to the bad. Who I, I start with DJ Wagner, who I mean, at this point, I'm wondering I'm wondering how how many minutes you can give him early in the season. I mean, it's kind of that double edged sword where you're not going to play very many good teams over the next few weeks. So maybe you work him in, try to get his confidence, try to get his game going, Vic. But I thought. I thought he was a detriment to the team last night. Him and Edwards both. Yeah, both Edwards, of them are yeah.
3: minus 19 or worse in the plus-minus column. Listen, for me, the bad was not so much those how those two guys played. For me, the bad turns to Cal because we've seen this before, that when you have the guy that's supposed to be the top 10 NBA pick, no matter how he plays, he keeps playing them. Right. And last night, they lost the game for a couple of things. Dillon Ham picking up his fourth kind of hurt. Well, Reed Shepard should have
2: been on the floor a lot more in the in the second half of the game and a lot less of Edwards and DJ Wagner. Yeah, no, a, a Riley texted me the same thing, you know, midway through the second half. He, he basically echoed what you just said. And you
3: look at it through history. You talk about the Twins, whatever, they were not playing well, and you had, you know, other guards you could have played. It probably cost them a national championship by not beating Wisconsin. You go back even to last year when, you know, uh uh the, the, the point guard didn't change until the guy got hurt. And he kept playing him, you know it was a detriment to the team because that was his guy. This is what Cal does. You saw it all, you know, go all the way back. You have guys who have not panned out and then the, the player we thought they were gonna be, they keep playing them because he wants them to get drafted high in the NBA. It's not about how many games you win in college. Well and that's, and that's what I'm worried about with this team because I I'm like you. Now, it's one bad game for Wagner. I want to see more. But that's what worries me in a game where you're one, they're one of nineteen. And you keep throwing them out there when there's other guys that give you the better opportunity to knock off the number
2: one team in the country. Yeah, they were the better team. Kentucky was the better. I don't care who was out. I don't care what Kansas is ranked. I don't care about Dickinson. I don't care about any of that. I watched the whole game. Kentucky was the better team, and they did not win it and because the, of how they played in the final three minutes, which is indicative of how Cal's been at the end of games. Like it just well, that, was been a that was getting it's my been ugly. An absolute disaster and I can't put it all on Cal because Dillingham didn't close out on a shooter twice you know you have the worst offensive possessions of the game in three straight trips back to back in the final three and a half minutes Vic you're up six with three and a half minutes and you don't even have a chance to tie on the final possession that's how lopsided the final three and a half minutes were and you just didn't see any urgency to to change it it was like well, here we go. Everybody buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy finish. Well, and, it, then, and then they end up blowing the doors off of us. It game. changed where it was such a free-flowing
3: offense and getting shooters. In both in the halves it changed the one-on-one basketball. And, and that, you know, I, you know, I talk about the bad for me, too, is you, you know, say what you want to say. You blew a 14-point lead in the second half. Then the ugly for me was you're – and this, is, this goes on to Cal because this has been a consistent thing. It's been bad basketball at the end of each half. It turns into a lot of one-on-one. When you take a timeout, we get nothing. Yeah, they should, have, they should have been up 14 at half. They were only yes. up seven. Well, you had, you had Wagner come in the game. You're up 10 with the ball with one second differential on the shot clock, and he pulls a 30-footer and airballs it. You get a stop, and now you got the ball again to run it down, and you run a bad set and get a turnover, and then Michigan gets a three, turns a 10-point lead into a seven-point lead at half. And then the last four minutes, it was bad set after bad. It was one on one, one on one after bad set after bad set. Yeah, I
2: don't understand because of how well they played offensively. Now you know, because gets tight at the end well, of the game. But people are going to say, "Oh, Vic, it's November. It's November. That's the number one." It's been one November team. for ten
3: years. And, and, it's the same thing. And we're
2: shorthanded. You know, it, this team showed a lot of fight, and they showed a lot of encouragement. But at the end of the day, it's still a loss. And I mean, <laughs> exactly. And, and no here's one. the thing. Here's the thing, though. Then don't schedule these games in November. I don't want to hear that excuse anymore. Oh, we're just young. We're young, and, look and this at the, team will come along. Look we're at the doormat. I'm tired of being the doormat. Look
3: at the record against top
2: 25 teams in the last 25 games. It's, it's bad. It's almost double the losses. It's like 18 and 36. I it's mean, it's bad. It's and not bad. just that, Steve. Listen, People top 25 teams since 2016. It's almost double the amount of losses versus the amount of wins. Hold on, people say, "Well, we don't have our whole team yet." Well,
3: I don't know what the injury he had. If, if, I Ono mean, is going to be able to come back. Big O's going to be able to come back. There's rumors that Big Z is never going to get eligible. I don't know. I'm just saying there are rumors of that, and I've been telling you, I'm not sure Bradshaw plays the whole year, so that may be your team.
2: Well, I think Brad, I think Bradshaw will play. I I've got to see itching.
3: it. Uh, I think uh, he's itching to play, but I think he may be. But I'm think, telling you, and I still hear people and rumors in the background that his his handlers don't want him to play. They wanted to be drafted in the top 10. I think all you can do is go down. Listen, I'm not saying he's not, but until he absolutely gets his name called, he steps on the floor. I've seen it too
2: much at UK well, in the, the last thing. five years. Here's it. My thing is, even if he plays, we haven't seen him. So, I mean, you know, we, we've seen the summer. We know what to expect from the guys we've got. We've seen the beginning of the year. We know what to expect from those and guys I hope a he little does bit. Play. But, but we don't know. I mean, he's an unproven commodity, and we can't just say, oh, you told Dillingham, man, we're just gonna, we're gonna smoke Kansas. I, I, I think hey, theoretically, no. I mean, listen, here's what, what I'm saying. Not Dillingham, is, Bradshaw.
3: Bradshaw. Here's the thing. I want him to play, but I go back to how often was Vanderbilt gonna come back the whole year he was there? It was like two weeks all the time. And It never happened. All right then, you then you get the transfer, of Shaden Sharp, and it was come see Shaden Sharp dump at the pregame show. Come watch Shaden Sharp work out. How many minutes did he play in UK? Yeah, zero. No. So, listen, one, you can't take Kyle with any injury seriously, okay? So, until he actually steps on the floor, then I'm going to say that that's your team you have on the floor. Now I hope he plays, but until he steps on that floor and plays, and until Big Z gets eligible, because the last time UK fought to get a European kid eligible never happened, that's the team you got last night.
2: Yeah, well, that's I, what you're gonna have. Here's the thing: I don't even need the bigs. I, I don't need the bigs. I, the, give me the team we had last night and let's roll. At the end of the day, it's a it, it's a team that has the potential to make a deep run. You just have. I, don't I do care. think to win a national title, you
3: need at least one of your bigs. I Man, don't think I don't that know. team
2: can win a national title because I do because of the way the game has changed. I don't want to see Cal get the bigs back and then goes to the half court and then we don't run and.
3: Yeah, but Bradshaw and I, the I team, that, they play that again. You
2: don't need, like, three bigs in there in the front court and then two guards, you know? That's so, true. So, I mean, I don't want it to change. I think the way they, the, the, the group they have has that potential. The thing is, I, did, I am encouraged a little bit by the guys that I saw and the style that I saw in a different-looking cow on the bench. You didn't seem barking and screaming at the guys. You didn't seem, you know, just constantly negative, negative, negative. It was a lot of loose, free-flowing, fist-pumping high-fiving, smiling. I liked all that. That was all good. Everything, I, I'm on board with all that. I think the PTSD just comes in for me is that we've been down this road before, and I don't want to go down it again. And I, I, I got to beat it in the Kentucky fans' brains that you are college basketball. Yes. Period. It starts at Kentucky. When, when you're- not, hey, we played Kansas tough. Let's get the pom-poms out. No, it does not start there. It, it's win or go home at Kentucky, period. And if you don't like it, find another team to cheer for or find another team to coach. Because at the end of the day, that's what you get at Kentucky. You are the gold standard. It's like being a Yankees fan or a Yankees front and office. being happy with playoffs. Yeah, hey, we, we, we got we a wild, got the wild card. card we, wanted a bit, we, yeah. won a, we won a playoff series, and that's where the, the buck stops. No, it's World Series every year for Yankees. It's National Championship every year for Kentucky. And that's the expectation. Is it unfair? Maybe. But that's, that's where it's at. That's where it's got to be. If you don't and, if like anything, it, go coach Indiana. Anything below that is unacceptable.
3: Yeah. If you don't like it, go coach Indiana or go coach Louisville. Yeah. I mean, All right? that's it. Now, here's the thing, too, Steve. I'm encouraged with the talent on the team. I'm really worried when it comes down to net cutting down time. We're talking about where coaches have to do their best coaching the last four minutes of each half.
2: That's what scares me. Well, Vicky you just made a point yesterday. And I'm going to circle back to that and we'll close with a lot of Cal negativity. At this point, Cal's loss is equity with, with me. Yes. I'm not going to sit here and just give him the benefit of the doubt because what have we got the last five years? A lot of doormats for, the, for everybody else, the, the Kansases of the world, the Gonzaga's of the world, you know, tired of being a doormat. So show me you're not a doormat and win games. That's the only way. I'm going to get off the horse, and then I'll give you you your flowers when you do that. Until then, I'm going to be negative. That's just all there is to it. I'm going to believe it when I see it kind of guy. Uh, I I, I went on the rant. I completely forgot where I was going with it. But at the end of the day, this Kentucky team has all the potential in the world. Just got to get – oh, I know what I was going to say. Yesterday, you made a point. You said, what, like the NBA came out with a top 30 players list, and Kentucky had – Five of the top 15. Five in the top 15. And they – how many of those five won a national title? Uh, one. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. You've always, so when you circle back and you just said, I'm encouraged by the talent on the team. you had, yeah. The talent's always been there, Vic. It's always been there. It's the best players in the NBA are from Kentucky. Win games. I don't care about the NBA. I don't care where the players in the NBA are ranked. I don't care where they're drafted. I want banners. I'm tired of being the doormat.
3: Yes. And it all goes back to the one thing is, you know, when they when they had six guys drafted in the first round, Kyle said it was the greatest day in U.K. basketball history, which was the biggest farce ever. Because the greatest days are the eight days you hung a banner. That's right. And that's all
2: we care about. I'm like you.
3: I could care less Week guys at U.K. You know what I remember? NBA.
2: I remember the bus driving into Rupp Arena with Rick Patino getting out, and we had a big party because we just won a national title. We don't do that on draft day. We exactly. don't do it on draft day. We do it when we win championships. When we come back. We're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers who got a big nice win, win last night. Also, one of the Apollo Eagles uh, signed with a, a big Division I school on the football side. We'll talk about that. College football playoff rankings. The Wesleyan women are up on Simmons right now, 17-5, to 5, looking pretty good. Got They're looking team. good. Coach, you know, that's, I know what I what I get when Coach Neiman. This is the <laughs> brand of basketball. They're winners. There you go. Here uh, Kentucky Wesleyan ladies. We'll be right back here live at 5, 102.70.
0: Hi, this is Travis Holtry of Foreman Watson Holtry. You know, our attorneys are dedicated to you and committed to justice. Just like the crew from Live at Five, who are also dedicated to bringing you all local sports coverage and committed to doing it justice by spotlighting all of our local athletes and coaches. That's why FWH Legal is proud to bring you the Live at Five show on Owensboro ESPN Station. Join Steve Turner and Vic Evans for Live at Five each weekday at 5 o'clock right here on 102.7 The Game. Brought to you as always by Foreman Watson Holtry. Dedicated to you, committed to justice. FWHlegal.com.
1: Join the Hausner Hard Chrome team. We're looking for a Class A CDL driver and shipping receiving material handler in Kentucky. With us, you're not just a driver, but a part of our proud logistics family. As a bonus, we reward your hard work and dedication with paid vacations, paid holidays, health benefits, 401k, and profit sharing. Apply at hausnerinc.com or in person at 3094 Medley Road. Class B CDL drivers are also welcome to apply it's owensboro kentucky's dano cigar lounge third annual daddy daycare event friday november 24th from 10 a.m to 9 p.m drop off dad and let him enjoy the deep discounts food swag giveaways including four evansville thunderbolt tickets it's dano cigar lounge on highway 54 right here in owensboro kentucky the place to be for dads on black friday smoke sip socialize
0: Looking for a new job opportunity? Superior Ag is seeking hardworking and motivated individuals to join our team. We offer competitive starting pay, on-the-job training, and benefits packages, including 401k, medical, vision, and dental insurance. For more information, please contact your local Superior Ag location or visit superioragcom slash careers to apply. Superior Ag, grow with us.
1: Green River Area Federal Credit Union has been serving the Owensboro community since 1959. With that comes being a proud supporter of not only area high school athletics, but also partnering with Live at Five, the number one sports show in western Kentucky. With a wide array of products to meet your financial needs, come see what a difference it makes when you partner with a local community credit union. Visit our new website, greenriverafcu.com, or stop by and see us today. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender
2: looking for a fun way to beat the heat Diamond Lanes has three locations to serve you Diamond Lane South, Midtown and Echo and Henderson we have weekly specials like Quartermania, Mania our daily open lanes and moonlight bowling there's something for everyone at Diamond Lanes follow us on Facebook to keep up with the latest events at your favorite location or check out diamondlanes.net for hours pricing and weekly specials diamondlanes.net
3: Searching for an experienced primary care physician in Owensboro? At Vineyard Primary Care, you can pick the practitioner that is right for you and will help you meet your health care needs. We have two new providers, Kelsey Pedley and Sylvia Sweat. Come see us at our new location, 3805 Fairview Drive, Owensboro, for all your primary care needs. Or visit vineyardprimarycare.com to learn more and schedule your appointment. Vineyard Primary Care, friendly, knowledgeable physicians that provide personalized care.
1: Mac Industrial Services and Coatings provides labor and high-powered water blast and back services to local power plants, granaries, paper mills, refineries, aluminum and steel plants, along with many others. With locations in Mount Vernon and Evansville, Indiana, right off Highway 41, they can service the entire tri-state area. They are growing and expanding their services, so give them a call at 812-202-6146 for all your local plant support needs. Mac Industrial Services is family-owned and locally operated.
0: Now, more Live
1: at Five with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game.
2: Live at Five, brought to you by Foreman Watson-Holstein at whfusible.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans here at the Owens Sports Center. Man, Emmy Ralph there. That's transfer a new addition.
3: Transfer was... from IUS. Yeah. like well over a 1,000 points at IUS. And,
2: uh, Fifth year there. And yeah, you yeah can putting, on a,
3: putting on a show.
2: A little scoop and score there, 23 uh, to five the lady panthers leading simmons college here in the the prelude to the main event tonight which will be kentucky wesley and miles will have it for you on wbio at the tentatively seven o'clock tip off we'll go uh, hopefully pregame show around 6 30 depending on the, the length of the they, women's yeah, game yep.
3: depends on this one they'll, they'll have 35 minutes or 40 minutes for a warm-up period so
2: we'll get yeah. the, we'll get the pregame show in there absolutely and uh did want to give a shout out man Eli Masterson, been covering him since he was a sophomore, maybe even a little bit of as a freshman. Signed with Lindenwood, uh, committed to Lindenwood, I should say, uh, there, and that's a big time get for Lindenwood and a great honor for uh, for Eli Masterson. Yeah, it's a young kid who works really hard. I think
3: he's going to go up there and have a nice career there, wide receiver, and uh, I think his best football days are ahead
2: of him. Yeah, selfishly, I'm a little I'm a little mad he's not playing basketball. I mean, I'm gonna be I'm an Apollo guy. We needed all the the manpower we could get, but I completely understand. I talked to Alan, talked to Eli a little bit and uh, just going to work on the strength, and and rightfully so, when you're a Division I signee, that's got to be the focus. So, congratulations, and good luck. Be good uh, following from a distance uh, there, Lindenwood. I know a team, Vic, that we got eyes on that we were instantly big fans of as soon as the game was over because we were cheering against them when they played the Panthers. But it's the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, a little in-state rivalry, bringing it back a little. I like that, Western. And Murray last night, Western got the win, 86-81. McHenry with 22. Dante Allen came around with 18. Yeah, Lander, Newman and Howard all in double figures. Guys that we saw that we thought would have big years Stutter, stumbled a little bit at Wichita State. Didn't shoot it real well. Uh, shoot and, it real. Well, shoot, oh, for twenty. Didn't shoot it well at all. To <laughs> be clear, right? in the ocean. Right. Not only that, but I, I thought they were. They just weren't very good on the interior. They they were much better last night against Murray State. Toppers moved to three and one. You can hear them. All season long on k courtesy of Foreman Watson Holtry. Yeah, and then, uh, listen,
3: Coach Lutz is going to win there. I think, it's guys, I think it was a great hire by Western down there. And, and if I'm correct, that like broke a long winning streak for a, a home court winning streak that Murray had for non-conference opponents. So it's a good win. Anytime, you know, Murray has been one of the best mid-major schools in the country the last 10 years. When you go on the road and get a win down there, that helps you come tournament time.
2: Yeah, two and two, the racers. I uh, fall to two and two. I just got a message came through. Vic uh, Blake Snell, you're uh, NL Cy Young.
3: That's a okay. surprise. I mean,
2: I thought who? Who? Where's Blake Snell land in the hot stove? I wonder. I don't know. Philly's fan. Philly's got to stay away from him. I'm I mean, not, just won the Cy Young, and I'm not a fan. I'm not. Blake, what's he pitch like? Five innings a game. Yeah, like, he's a
3: lefty gives you five, nah, five I get, and a third. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan for the Yankees going about it, but I wouldn't surprise if the Yankees got to make a few moves on the pitching staff. But I'm kind of hoping that they let somebody else pay top dollar for him.
2: Yeah, I'm knee deep in the hot stove rumors. So I'm a big, you know, I'm t- I think I'm turning into a, a full blown baseball guy. Where, where's, where's Otani going to end up? And I don't know. If I had to get, if you put a gun to my head, I'd say San Francisco. Okay. I think he's a giant okay. at the end of the day. But, uh, you know, the Cubs are in the mix, right? I mean, I'll tell you what, you put it. What's amazing, if
3: would play in Chicago, I don't know if you saw that thing out there, they took all his hits he had this year. Yeah, oh, yeah. He would have hit like 60 61 home runs, home runs yeah. in, the, in Chicago there with the fire alleys. You know, you, know, you only get it, you get him one year as a hitter, and then after that, maybe. You know, do you think he pitches again in the, in the MLB?
2: Maybe. He's a phenom. I could see him coming back and doing it. He doesn't have to. He can still be one of the best players in the league and not pitch anymore. I got my eye on that Yamamoto fella from, uh, yeah. from overseas. Yeah. He's, I, I, he's never coming to the Phillies, but I'd sure love to have him. Anyway, that was an impromptu uh, hot stove. We'll circle back to that when, when signings start to begin. College football playoff rankings come out. And I wanted to talk about this for a second because it's a fraud. It's an absolute sham. These uh, college football playoff rankings are a joke. I mean, they are. And, and here's the thing. People are going to say, well, it'll work itself out. But their rankings right now, they, they came out yesterday. So today I can criticize what came out yesterday because yes, it makes no sense. 100%. How in the world is Michigan a top five team? They, they
3: shouldn't be. Listen, I asked you this on the text the other day. We're gonna have to talk about this on the air. If you give Kentucky Michigan's schedule, what is their record? They may be undefeated. At, wor- at, <laughs> I mean, worst, at worst, one loss maybe
2: to Penn State, but I think Penn State's overrated too. They're terrible. I think they're undefeated too. I mean, it's hard to say because Kentucky hasn't played real well over the past month. But no, but look but, at Michigan's schedule, right? But the, the, the competition you, you can change everything with the competition. Like how can you ever explain to me that Michigan is ranked ahead of Washington?
3: That you can't. Who's two, Who's
2: beat top two really good teams? Two top twenty-five teams, USC and and then and Oregon. Then Oregon mm-hmm. Who's a is a top? Who's ranked in the top team? Washington should be number one in the polls right now. Yes, how are they not in the top 5 4. It's crazy. It's and then, probably
3: Ohio State even though I'm not a Big 10 thing cuz I think the Big 10 is the most overrated conference. Who, is, who is Ohio State At least they beat Notre Dame.
2: Oh yeah, well, that's a tough one. Well, I mean, I mean, it's, I mean yeah, it's, gotta, it's better it's better than Michigan. It, listen, yeah, it's better than Penn State. I mean, at the end of the Florida State's got a couple decent wins on there. I'm okay with them, but it just baffles me. The that, that, what computers are we piping this data into to get You know, them to the Big 10 three?
3: The Big Ten loves to talk about the SEC bias all the time, and ESPN, since they're tied in with the SEC. Listen, the Big Ten every year get so many, you know, they get Iowa ranked, who's always terrible. If you can score it all, you're going to beat Iowa. They get Penn State ranked, that's terrible. They beat up on each other. Michigan and Ohio State go undefeated. It's a cakewalk then, for one of those two teams.
2: But then they win those sham of a bowl games against the SEC. And nobody's playing. We told you that the big team was better than any other conference. I mean, at the end of the day, they've beaten. Let's, let's just go through it. They beat Purdue. All right, Kentucky beats them. Michigan State. Kentucky spanks them. Indiana. Kentucky spanks
3: them. Minnesota. Kentucky spanks them. Nebraska. Kentucky spanks him. We're not talking about Nebraska from 30 years ago. They ain't been relevant in 30 years. Rutgers. Kentucky Um, beats him. Bowling Green. Kentucky beats him. UNLV. Beats him.
2: East Carolina. Beats him. That's it. They got Penn State. Well, Penn State was last week. they probably beat Penn State, too. Yeah, I mean, there's a decent chance the Cats are are undefeated and probably look outside the top five behind Michigan You can give
3: any team in the top 20 right now Michigan schedule
2: and they're undefeated. Yeah, no name played how, that schedule. They're in top That's five. how bad of a trash it is. It is. And, I, and the NCAA just keeps rewarding them, though. That's my problem with it. Yes. Here's the thing. Michigan, play whoever you want. I could care less. What's not. What's, why are we rewarding? No, it's
3: on the college. To listen, it's not computers. You got a committee now. Yeah, that's terrible. It's on the committee to look at it and go, you have played nobody. Michigan should not be right higher than like ninth right now in the college football playoffs. It's
2: terrible. I don't care if they're undefeated. It, to me, they're like you know. Look who's behind them. You know, you talk about uh, Washington better, Oregon better, Texas better, Alabama better, and I, maybe I'll put them ahead of Missouri. On a on a neutral field, all those first teams you named except for Missouri, I would take them
3: over Michigan right now.
2: And I'm not. I'm not. Here's the thing. I'm not. Michigan may beat some of those teams in a in a bowl game, but but. Your resume is what what get, draws you the ranking. Not, if you're gonna have it to I, four I or next year when you're twelve, you're
3: right. It should be about what you've done in your resume. And their resume is by far the worst one there. It's
2: awful. Um, Louisville checks in in the top ten. Yeah, and their resume, and there's you know. Yeah, I came across a thing. Uh, Dan Dockett tweeted out five years ago today that Braun was the next head coach at Louisville. That was five years ago, and I. Almost put it back out there and been like, well, eventually they got it right. Eventually, you know? yeah. And, and they did. I mean, Louisville fans have to be thrilled. I mean, at the end of the day, you went from being irrelevant to being top 10 in the college football playoffs. That's a tremendous victory for Braum and a tremendous victory for the Louisville football program. Right. And here's what you're going to have.
3: And this is what worries me about Kentucky and, and the whole Mark Stoops thing, which, you know, Mark Stoops has taken the UK to me to a level of consistency they've never done before. But I'm telling you, I will say to anybody, I think it's plateaued. What you get the last four years is the best you're going to get out of UK. You may have a 10-win season every now and then when the schedule lights up, but he's never pulled an upset because he won't change the style he plays. He comes from Iowa. Here's the thing. you got to worry about with Louisville, you know, if they can win their last two games, they're going to be in the ACC championship game. Brom's already making great inroads recruiting. They're way ahead of UK on NIL we may be looking up at a new big brother when it comes to football the next four years from now.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was that way before. I and mean, then, you know, Kentucky's dominated it for, for some time, but you know, at the end of the day, well, doesn't play in the sec either. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I know it's an excuse, whatever it is. It is what it is, but it, it's a whole different ball of wax. And I know people are like, all oh, the secs already men, the mid-level team in, in the sec, I would take them over just about any other conference in the country. I mean, this year especially, out of outside of maybe the, the Pac ten, twelve, fourteen, whatever it is out there, and even then, I think I think the SEC mid level teams, Ole Miss, Missouri, Tennessee, yeah, they better- plays those teams on a weekly basis. Are you telling me they're in the top ten? Probably not. No, I mean no. at the end of the not. Here's the thing: you might beat two of those teams, but it's hard to run the gauntlet against them. Exactly. That's the thing; it's an absolute gauntlet.
3: Michigan every year has to worry about one game, the last game of the year. Right. It's literally. <laughs> preseason football until you get to Ohio state. And that's it. And listen, you can say what you want about how the whole cheating scandal is not a big deal, Steve, but think about this before last year, you got to remember to come by Jim Harbaugh had to take a pay cut or they were going to get rid of him. He had to work out a deal to keep his job. Then they start cheating and they go to the playoffs and they are undefeated now. So don't tell me it's not a big deal. Because Michigan wasn't like this before with hardball.
2: Maybe, maybe it was that. That's what uh, unlocked the key to beating Ohio State. <laughs> if you want, know what no, plays are coming, why not? I don't want to get you fired up on that on that topic. We'll move along. Kentucky Wesleyan ladies are dominating 7-39 to eleven. Vic, and this looks like another uh, great team the Neems have put together just here. Get
3: after you. It's, it comes in waves, and I get after you so much defensively and put a lot of pressure on.
2: you. Yeah, you know, we talked to him about that. That that thought process of just being able to just run lineups at you the whole time. And that's defensive intensity is what they build the program on. Everything's built on the foundation of defense. And, you got Karina Conley, a senior, Say- Shaylee McDonald, a senior, Jordan Bargey, a fifth-year senior. And I, I'm curious to see this, uh, Emmy Ralph, you know, mm-hmm. talk about uh, her career at uh, I'm like what I've seen uh, so IU far. Southeast, man. She uh, has put up a lot of points in her career. And they're they're going to need somebody to fill that role of, like, the the Nalots of the world and Talia Waltons of the world. That uh, really help with the scoring. Yeah,
3: and I think to get to where they get back to the NCAA, the one that's got to pick the big jump for me is Maria Montgomery because she's got the length, kind of like Walton did, in rebounding and scoring in the post. Because they're not the biggest team in the world, you know. Bars is uh,
2: you know tall and lanky, but
3: she's a th- she's a shooter more. Right. She likes to play outside a little more. Montgomery's the one I need to help take them with some inside game.
2: Yeah, Montgomery just a sophomore. From Southridge. Also, want to see the freshman, Jordan Gillis from Silver Point, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Uh, Definitely coming in with a lot of cred, and uh, I'm sure we'll get to see her a little bit here. They do have a little local flavor on this team, too. Gracie Risley from Menderson, Maddie Klan, of course. We just picked up a steal. Yeah. Just got a steal (laughs) and an assist right there. Already contributing. Not surprised there. The basketball IQ on on her is off the chart. And then Bailey Poole from from Hancock Hancock County. County. So, a nice uh, trio of, of local talent. Here for the Lady Panthers as well. We come back, we'll talk a little NFL, top five, bottom three. We'll actually just look at the playoff picture. Talk about whether the NFL has a quarterback problem next. Live at 5. We're all in bad moods here. 102.7 The Game.
3: Jordans, Nikes, Yeezys, and more. If you're a shoe enthusiast, you know these shoes are hard to come by. Well, not anymore. Now open in Owensboro, Kicking It is bringing you all these name brands and more. Open Tuesday through Sunday. Kicking It not only sells shoes, but as enthusiasts, they buy and trade as well. Be sure to check out their collection of vintage, single stitch, and designer clothing. Kicking It is located at 201 Salem Drive. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and Instagram at KickingIt270. In a season
1: where joy is into every heart and laughter hangs in the frosty air. You have the power to make it even better for a child this Christmas. Vapetronics, located at 1741 Sherm Road, is an official Toys for Tots drop off location. Toys for Tots, a beacon of hope for children. Need your support and Vapetronics can get there. With your help, stop by Vapetronics today and treat yourself while dropping off an unwrapped new toy for a child in need. Vapetronics, 1741 Sherm Road. Sweet 2. Buy priceless foods because every child deserves a little Christmas.
0: Hi, this is Travis Holtry of Foreman Watson Holtry. You know, our attorneys are dedicated to you and committed to justice. Just like the crew from Live at Five who are also dedicated to bringing you all local sports coverage and committed to doing it justice by spotlighting all of our local athletes and coaches. That's why FWH Legal is proud to bring you the Live at Five show on Owensboro ESPN Station. Join Steve Turner and Vic Evans for Live at Five each weekday at 5 o'clock right here on 102.7 The Game. Brought to you as always by Foreman Watson Holtry. Dedicated to you committed to justice. FWH Legal Com.
1: Introducing Feta Pizza's November Pizza of the Month, the Chicken Bacon Ranch Pizza. Imagine a succulent roasted chicken, decadent homemade ranch dressing, crispy bacon, and melty mozzarella, all on our hand-tossed house-made dough made fresh daily. Choose to indulge in a whole pizza or savor it by the slice. Find us downtown right beside Smothers Park. It's Feta Pizza's November Pizza of the Month, the Chicken Bacon Ranch Pizza.
2: Some Kentucky families will
3: have to take out private student loans to help cover college expenses. Private student loans generally have higher interest rates than student loans offered by the federal government, so it's important to compare private loan lenders to see who has the best deal for you. The Advantage Education Loan, Kentucky's only non-profit private student loan, offers a very competitive rate. Learn more at AdvantageEducationLoan.com.
0: Visit Fisher's Furniture and Appliance, Intel City, featuring homestretch furniture built with quality in the USA. Exceptional furniture built for longevity. At Fisher's Furniture and Appliance, we're proud of our American workforce and their unmatched workmanship. Visit our showroom to see our homestretch furniture that is stylish, durable, and affordable reclining furniture. Check out our newest deals on our Facebook page or website, GoFishers.com. Your hometown's preferred dealer for Brilliant. Hi, I'm Karen
1: Gross, Realtor with REMAX Professional Realty Group. Congratulations to the Lanham family on the sale of their property. It was a pleasure to work with you. If you're ready to buy or sell, call or text me at 270-315-9810. To view all area listings, log on to karengross.net. I'm Karen Gross, and your dream is my mission. 270-315-9810. Local sports at its finest, Live at Five with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game.
2: Live at Five, brought to you by Foreman Watson Poultry, fwhlegal.com. We were just discussing in the break uh, our all-area ESPN Owensboro football team, which will come out Tuesday. Next Tuesday. We'll do it right here. Right here uh, uh, Live at that's, Five. That's a week from yesterday, right? What day is it? It's next Wednesday, Wednesday right? Yeah, okay. so yeah, make sure you listen Less next than Tuesday. a week away.
3: You're going to have out, go out the first and second team, all ESPN Owensboro football
2: team. you know, have a first and second team and out we make there. that
3: team, Steve, we cover 19 teams. That's a good team to make.
2: Yeah, and it's really hard. I mean, it is. <laughs> you could be a really good player and be an honorable mention. I mean, you're probably a guy that deserves most teams, right? But when you talk about us throwing in the, the, the teams that we had in southern Indiana, all had great years. I mean, South Spencer, Tell City, and, of course, Perry Central with Sawyer Gilliam and those guys, I mean, they're in the mix as well. You throw Henderson in there too. And it's like it's a log jam. It's it is a, a log jam. It's tough. If you make those teams, it's it's very uh very prestigious, make no mistake, and we'll talk about it uh, next week. We also it just just a little just put a little nugget in there. We got a Matt Major announcement coming yes, up. Yes, coming up the t- right at the new year. It'll be maybe it won't be January first because so we probably won't have a show, but January second, we're gonna lay some big time news on you. It's gonna Going to change the landscape of uh, of local sports uh, as you hear it on the radio again. Uh, yes, it is. And is. I'm looking forward to this, and it's a, it's a big news,
3: and uh, you know, and uh, and I think it's it's coming home to where it should be, right, with the, the sports leader. Well, I mean, the sports leader. I mean, you know, that's just all not there is to just it. Just in Western Kentucky, not just in
2: Oldsboro, I'd put us up against anybody in the state, Steve. I'll put Cromwell Media, the stations that we have sports wise, up against any any radio program in the state yeah there's a reason well i think maybe there's a reason reason we were station of the year though well i mean i'm I'm just saying the whole group of stations i mean and that's not i'm talking about myself or you or anything just everything that we have to offer at cromwell and we're just gonna put another it's almost like thanos when he was getting those you know those jewels to put in his gauntlet we got another jewel to put in there
3: well we, we you and i talk all the time we were talking about you know you look back and you're like hey okay you know this time last year we were, had our four football games or basketball games right. every week, and we had IU, and we had Wesleyan, and we had Louisville. And you were like, you know, man, if we could ever just get make UK happen. Well, then you had the big, you know, the, the crown jewel of UK. And you're like, listen, we got it all covered except for Western. So what we do, Steve? We went, got, got Western. Western
2: for you. I was sitting here yeah. thinking if we had another station for Murray. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, then, so then you look at it, you know, like there's uh, things that we did, you know, with – Local racing that we have with Blake and Let's Talk Racing. We control the local racing scene. We added Indy last year, which, you know, i become a big open world guy and I thought it was great. And it was and it a good partnership. That's yeah, a really good it, partnership. And it works out perfect in our schedule because Indy is literally, you know, right through the summer and then it's over when football starts. And you know that we're the NFL king with four games a week. That's right. So there you go with that. You know, we
2: expanded was, NFL too. Yeah, That's- we
3: expanded NFL. There is that one little crown jewel of sports out there, of the stuff we cover, whether it be football, basketball, baseball, we also have Sunday Night Baseball. There's that one little crown jewel that was missing,
2: and we've got an announcement about that coming up. Yeah, so uh, set your calendar for January second, twenty 2024, and we'll drop another bomb on you. No, there you go. I guarantee it will live up to the hype for a lot of fans. It's, It's near and dear to this area. This city. Yeah, this city. This city's dealing with it. You're not getting carried away. We'll <laughs> stop it right there. I don't, Jordan, I don't want Jordan to get in any trouble. So, we're, he's done a great job behind the scenes working on this, and uh, and we'll unveil it at the first of the year. But that's something that they ink dried on today. But contractually, we're going to wait till 2024 to drop it on you. So, let's go to the NFL, which we cover at length, courtesy as well, of Foreman Watson Holtry, who allows us to do so much. And looking at this playoff pictures, Vic, there's really not a lot to discuss in the NFC. I mean, I mean, I know my Vikings are seventh at six and four, but you look at—I mean, I, I can't really buy into them 100 because you just—I'm waiting for the clock to strike midnight on Josh Dobbs at any moment in time. If it does, I don't Josh know. Dobbs is not going to strike midnight. He's going to be Cinderella. And there's going to be no midnight strike. Man, I hope not. He's going to take them all the way to the ball, baby. I have a fun time watching him play. I mean, it, it, listen. I I'm having as much fun watching this version of the Vikings as I have in, in 10 years. I mean, if he
3: gets him to the playoffs and wins a couple of playoff games, do you have to sign him as your quarterback next year and, and let
2: Cousins win? Yeah, I don't know. I can't have that conversation today. I don't know. I really don't know. I know I love watching him play, and I like the way he runs around. He adds that different element. But I wasn't trying to get to the point where I could talk about my Vikings. I was trying to say I don't know who – is really a threat to overtake that that final spot. No, but
3: the, the, the only thing in I the mean, NFC you can talk about is who wins that South Division. That's it. Yeah, I that's mean, the, the only
2: playoff spot that's available. Saints are four and four. Bucks are four and five, and then the Falcons are four and six. I mean, the Commanders maybe could jump up there and overtake that seventh spot. No, but no, at four no, and six. No, I mean, no.
3: Rivera's gonna be fired at the end of the year. Maybe he'll be fired on Black Monday. So, but the job no. the enemy's
2: done. It surprised me a little. I mean, well, he's got
3: Hartman playing real, not Hartman. Uh, he's Ohio. a leading passer. Let me ask you a question. If you decide to get rid of Rivera, is
2: enemy the hire there? Maybe. You know, I'm kind of wondering if that's not why they made it to begin with as, as like a contingency plan audition type of deal. It would not surprise me. Those types of things don't normally work. But I think it could in this instance. Well the thing about him, you got the new owners that are coming in. They're gonna
3: to want to get their guys and maybe they were in the background of making that be enemy move. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah, something to watch for. But
3: you know, I think I think with the job he's done offensively, but I, I do think it's probably a time for a change in Washington, get Rivera out of there.
2: Uh but uh, we'll see. Yeah, the NFC that that playoff picture's kind of, kind it's of set. set, really. It's I
3: set. Mean. Whether it's the Saints, the Falcons, or the or my yeah. Buccaneers to make the playoffs, that's the only question there is.
2: And whoever wins that division is going home in the first round anyway. More than so, likely. I mean, you know, the
3: sixth seed. But you know. get a home playoff game, so you got to watch out. You never know. I mean, that's true. the losing, You know, we thought of that a few years ago when the Saints or the uh, Seahawks were like 7-9 and nine and got a home playoff game and Marshall Lynch had a monster game and they upset somebody. So. Yeah, the Saints.
2: They beat the Saints and set the uh, record on the Richter scale, I think. There you uh, go. But you never know what you're going to get. With those home playoff games, the AFC though is to me is absolutely bananas. I mean, it's either the Chiefs. Can I make
3: a prediction for you?
2: Yeah. Before you get to it, the Bills
3: <laughs> and the Bengals are gonna both miss the playoffs.
2: Oh man!
3: Because the Bengals are gonna lose tonight or tomorrow night oh, on one on two seven the game.
2: Hold on. Let's run through them. The okay. Chiefs are seven and two. in. No Ravens are seven and three. They're, they're gonna make the. They're playoffs. gonna win. They're gonna win that division probably. The Jaguars are six and three. I'm not buying stock in the Ravens or the Jaguars, but I do think both of those teams are in, the play in good the shape. The Jaguars are going to win that division. Be careful because the Houston Texans are five and four and they're right on their heels and they're playing really, really well with CJ Stroud. The I'm Texans not, are going to be a walk. I'll tell you, one of the most overrated players. I'm moving off Herbert because everybody's already discovered that I was right and he is one of the most overrated players. I'm moving on to Trevor Lawrence now. And I, I want to see more from Trevor Lawrence. Everybody's heaping this praise on Lawrence. He's a top-five quarterback. He, this guy's a, a, a quarterback for the next 15 years. He's going to win multiple Super Bowls. And I haven't really seen Trevor Lawrence. He disappears from time to time. Would you take Trevor He's, Lawrence
3: or Josh Allen?
2: Oh, I'd take Trevor Lawrence.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right
2: now, yeah. I don't know too. that I can buy into Josh Allen. Josh anymore. Allen
3: right now is not a top-ten quarterback.
2: Josh Allen reminds me so much of, of Dante Culpepper. When Dante was at his peak, you know, in two thousand four and he threw the forty some touchdowns or whatever, and it wasn't for Peyton Manning set the NFL record, he's probably the M V P. And then the very next year he goes out and throws like seventeen interceptions in the first five weeks of the season. That's that, that kind of fall off what Josh Allen it's just baffling to me. But but bear with me here. Okay. I, I didn't want to get to the Bills just yet. The Dolphins are, are gonna be in. Yes. Whether they win the division or not, they're gonna be in, I think. And, and so then you, you got the five wild – the three wild card teams. The Steelers, not any good. But they're going to get in. But they're not good. They're I mean, get listen, in. this is not a good football team. They're I mean, still going to get in. Six and three, I'm not convinced that they're going to get in because they're just not good. But they got the best if coach. the Steelers and the Bengals are playing an elimination game, you're going to tell me you're taking the Steelers? I will take, I will
3: take them over the Bengals because I think Zach Taylor is awful and, and the Steelers have one of the best coaches in football and he'll find a way to yeah, keep just, it up.
2: I can't buy the staying where at. I could be wrong. You know how big of a fan of Tomlin. I, I think he's the best coach He's proven it. I mean year. In, and year me
3: they can't win get the nine and seven or nine and eight.
2: I don't know if nine and eight gets you in the AFC, man. Well, I mean the Bengals are when
3: the Bengals lose next tomorrow, they're gonna be what, five and five? <laughs>
2: yeah, if they were to lose. Listen, they're they're
3: at the Ravens and listen to this Harbaugh is like twenty six and four in his last thirty games on a short rest. It's unbelievable. It's fair. Hey, so the, the Ravens win tomorrow. The Bengals are sitting there at five and five. Are they you know are the Bengals? You know are they got to go. You know run they, the, the table. No, they're not. They're
2: they're not going to. They be, could. Though. They have to win tomorrow. We're showing signs of, of a team that they could. Remember, I said they're going to come back to earth last week. It just it was this week yeah. that they did. But. We'll see. The Brown lose Deshaun Watson and now they're starting DTR. They have a major problem at quarterback. Here's the thing. I don't understand with the way PJ Walker played. Why is he not starting? Is he hurt too? That to me,
3: to me, I really would like to know the answer why it's not PJ Walker. Because I think PJ Walker can lead you to
2: the playoffs. I think DTR showed flashes. Where you could, he could be that guy, so I'm willing to give him an opportunity. But I don't like you said. P.J. Walker won him a couple games. Yeah, so, I, mean, I don't know.
3: I don't understand it's this an move. interesting
2: deal. But but with the quarterback stuff, there's there's another spot opening up, and then you got the Texans at five and four. The Bengals are at five and four. The Bills are only at five and five. The Bills and the Bengals are the two two best teams out of those those teams we just mentioned.
3: But here's the thing: with the Texans' schedule, they get to play their conference team. There's more wins there. Then when 100%. the Bengals have got to play the Bengals Browns, the and Steelers and, 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 and so I just I just I think to me it's a must win tomorrow. If you look at if you look at teams that are six and four, how many of those teams go on to make the playoffs? And teams that the Bengals lose tomorrow are five and five. It's about a sixty percent drop between six and four teams and five and five teams that make the playoffs. And
2: with the Bengals schedule, if they don't win tomorrow, they're in a lot of trouble. I'm gonna say right here on November 15th that's your your three wild card teams in the AFC are the Houston Texans, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to go Houston Texans, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. If the Browns didn't have the quarterback issue, I would I would be on board. I think they got one of the best defenses in football. But they're the best defense in football. I just can't bet against Burrow. And at some point, I'm curious to see if the Dorsey move sparks Allen. No. That's it's like putting band-aid I just can't on. Believe what it's I'm like seeing. putting band-aid on cutting your arm off. They went from being one of the most high powered offenses in the league to nothing. And, and you look around the NFL this week, Vic, and there's so many and I don't we gotta move because we're out of time. I mean, what I was wanting to talk about is look around the league at the starting quarterback. Well, we talk about when we come back. Well, we got. I want to preview the a little bit of the the Kentucky Wesleyan man okay. and get the, the listeners ready for that. But I mean, half the league is starting guys that are not starting caliber quarterbacks. What? what my answer to that would be, you know, the Rockies partnered the USFL and the XFL partnered. They need a partnership with the NFL to where that's your developmental league. Yeah, the NFL needs more development at key spots, whether it be offensive line. There's just not a lot of depth. I mean. There's no depth at quarterback. You what the difference is, like,
3: offensive line, so make now as fast as they can. In the middle pass blocking it's totally different. Well, offensive linemen come in now in the NFL least than ever before. Number two, when you're talking about quarterback, the difference is there are more dual threat quarterbacks are out running around and doing this and taking more hits from bigger, stronger, faster guys. You're getting more quarterback injuries.
2: That's why, yeah, that's exactly why I'm not so sure the clock will going to start admitting. Boy, the good news is you Yeah, dogs coming in. And I can't wait to do the draft again this year. To get in there with us again. You got the potential to go first round in the NFL draft. I mean, I don't think two or three will be good. I mean, Caleb Williams, Shadour Sanders. I mean, I don't know if he'll go first round, but he's in the next. He's a nice name a big I know he just pooped on Michigan but I'm a fan of what J.J. McCarthy brings Michael Penix, yours out Nix, a big fan of his too and then Daniels from LSU I mean that's that's eight guys that are gonna go in the first round I think I think I think five I think five could be legit five oh, think, of the eight well, NFL' is able to get five out of there though with current group of young guys you got I think you got enough to sustain it and turn the page from the Mannings and the Brady's. Because right now they haven't they haven't necessarily but, but you got Mahomes. It goes back to
3: the way guys are, are, are trained in college football, too. There are so many guys, it's a one read lead in college football. RPO, you read this guy, and there's your throw. That doesn't work in the NFL. You gotta be able to process information. So I think quarterbacks coming into the NFL from college, even though they're more skilled as far as running, throwing, yeah. whatever. They're least prepared game plan-wise, and I think that's a problem.
2: I may have completely ran us out of time for the last segment. The Lady Panthers are well ahead of Simmons. We're getting set for the men coming up. 7 o'clock tip-off on WBIO. We'll have a little bit of a pregame on there as well. We'll preview it in the final few minutes here, live at 5 from the Owensboro Sports Center, 1027 The Game. See, we got to stay here while we're having some technical difficulties. I'm going to make an executive decision and just skip the last break. (laughs) And then we'll just go out. All right. Uh, I heard it's choppy. So are you, we connected to the Wi-Fi on the phone? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 we're not. We're just on LTE? Yep. So it's not the Owensville Sports Center Wi-Fi. Uh, Sorry for the choppiness here. You know, it's a historic building that we're in, you know. So sometimes it's hard to get signal in here. And uh, we'll just power through into the final segment as Kentucky Wesleyan men uh, getting set to take on Miles College tonight, 7 p.m. Tip off. I have been selling this team. I know they're 0 2. I know you you've seen it in the Messenger. You've seen it on Twitter or Facebook that they dropped a couple games this weekend. And to be honest with you, you probably already sold stock in them. I mean, you know, you're thinking, up oh, here we go again. It's the same old Kentucky Wesleyan Panthers. And I'm not here in the final segment to tell you any different than what I told you in the first segment because it's unacceptable. At the end of the day. I know it's unacceptable. Vic knows it's unacceptable. But more importantly, Coach Cooper and Coach Kropinski and those guys know it's unacceptable. Well, Coach Cooper said in the coach's show on Monday, there's no
3: such thing as moral victories at Kentucky Wesleyan." He Land. did say it. When, it was, when they lost to the fifth-ranked team in the country, sixty-four sixty, he said, when you have eight banners in your Kentucky Wesleyan, we don't do moral victories.
2: Well, I, you know, I say, you know, it, it's, it was hard for me in the postgame to put it into words because I was excited about what I saw step because I talked to Dave. I, Dave called me on Sunday, Saturday morning. He said, man, what, what in the world happened to the Panthers last night? I was, it was an absolute unmitigated disaster. And I mean, and here's the thing, Dave. If they play like that tonight, they're going to get absolutely obliterated by the number five team in the country. And what we saw on Saturday night was a team that responded. They, they came out and they battled. Is it good enough? No, a loss isn't good enough. I don't care if it's number five. in Indianapolis, I don't care if it's number one. At the end of the day, Westland needs to win. And tonight... I'm going to put a lot on them. This is a must-win for me tonight. If you lose this game, you have to win the conference to make the NCAA tournament. And that, that that's way, it's way too early in the year to already have that looming over our heads. We got to win tonight.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. This is a must-win tonight. It's another team that's going to be when we we said this. I said this in the coaches show. When you when we get to March, Springfield, Indy, and probably Miles will all be in the NCAA tournament. You can't go zero three in that because you got to start building a resume, and and you and I both know it's hard to go on the road and win in the G Mac, and so you're going to have to. You know what you would like to have is a conference tournament here at the Sports Center. Can it win the conference regular season, you get it here. But I'm like you, I think this is a must win uh, for the Panthers to get the right to ship. We talked about it, Steve. You have opened the season with nine games right here in the Sports Center. The, to us, we set the floor at seven and two. But to get there, you got to win tonight. Yeah, now, you're, the, the, the next you
2: already you already below well, the floor the if
3: you don't win. Now tonight. the next five games they they're going to be heavy, heavy
2: favorites, and every one of them. I those don't games. care. Tonight, but is the tonight game. is the game. Tonight's the game. We needed one or two over the weekend. We didn't get it, and that makes tonight a must win. And you saw this miles team last year, Vic. The starting lineup all returns. The only difference is they're going to swap the the big scoring guard for another big scoring yes. guard who transfers in from Memphis, Tennessee. Alvin Miles. He's averaging twenty. Points per game uh, so far for for Miles College coming in tonight, Vic, and and, and it's going to be interesting. You know, this this is going to be a tough match because you said big, physical, athletic Miles. To man. me, the big thing of the day will be Beasy, Fairs, Aleka Rakic,
3: them on the boards. They have to defense a rebound tonight, Miles. I know down there didn't shoot it great, but they played volleyball on the boards last year. That can't happen. You've got to give it. You got to get them to one and done. And then you got to shoot the ball better than what you did here the other night when he went 6 of 28 or whatever it was in three-point land, and he went like 1 of 15 in the second half.
2: Yeah, that can't happen. you got going to have to shoot it better. And a lot of those were really good looks. It's just a matter of being able to knock that those looks down. Coach Cooper echoed what I've been thinking all along is that the interior defense has to be better, whether it's I don't care if it's Reggie or Ferris or whoever you, you, you got to put Peterson or Eddie Jones down there and get a little smaller but a little more athletic that's the answer, but uh, the Panthers are going to have to find an answer quick, and it starts at 7 o'clock tonight.
3: Yeah, it starts at 7 o'clock. I'm looking
2: forward to it. I think they're going to respond. I really do, and I think they're going to play well. Hey, we'll have it on the GMAC Sports Network. If you want to stream it or if you want to listen on WBO, we'll have it there as well. Download the on radio app. The Women 53, Simmons 21. We'll recap that in the pregame show. With Vic Evans, Stephen A. Turner, we'll see you tomorrow. Live at five.